Let's get ready to wrinkle! Jimmy's and Germs and and Janie's and Jimmy and, Janie's and Jimmy John's. Mm, Jimmy mm, John's. We've made a mistake. We yeah. don't have sandwiches present. We should have sandwiches. We absolutely should have sandwiches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fly Casual, your light speed fix episode number. I don't know. I don't have any show notes, and Mike's not here to yell at me. You can't. One thirty-two. Is this really one thirty-two? Are you is. sure of it? Pretty much. Oh close. man, you're rolling the dice now. Thirty-two point five. Supplemental, <laughs> right? Yes. Hey, it's uh, Corey here and Howie. At Master Control are a little slimmer, but he's still yes. at them. Yes. We're equal distance from Master Control, yeah. but I'm not going to touch Master Control. Yeah. And, and we are not in the studio, as you may you may have already you, discerned. You, yes. <laughs> to those with a trained ear, <laughs> we are, in fact, as you already know, on a porch, a screen porch. In Orlando, Florida. Yes, where we have partaken in a a full, not almost full day of a pretty full day of uh, Star Wars celebration. That's right. We were at celebration today, right front row in the F eight panel, right? Very front row. Very front row. Oh wait. Whoa. Oh wait, not at all. Not we weren't even in the room in the no, F8 panel. We weren't even in the front row with the big screen. We, were we in the front row of anything at all today? Um, even no. when I was in the front row of digging through that bin full of patches, I was in the back row. Yeah. Simultaneously, of all the people, people clogging the middle of the hall to watch the F8 yeah. panel. I think the only front row experience we've ever had today was when we were driving there. That's true. And even that yeah. didn't feel like front row. No. Or, you know. Blinded by the sun. Oh, my gosh. The sun this morning. Can I tell you, folks, uh, a Kia Optima, not a big fan of hitting speed humps at 40 miles per hour, <laughs> but that's what happens yeah. when you can't see the speed humps, yeah. which, by the way, Orlando, Florida, real big on speed humps. They, they apparently want people to drive slow. Yeah, yeah. They like you to Very drive slow. slow here because, as evident by what happens on the highway here, some people, such as tourists, are like, I'm not sure where to go. Honey, look quick. Tell me what exit to take. I'm going to travel at 40 and a 60. And it's posted minimum speed limit, 40 miles per hour. And then some local comes burning through. Yes. Just like at redonk 99 mile per hour speeds. They're like trying to go back in yeah, time. You don't want to cross that 100 mile an hour. Oh, my gosh. It is. They'll hit that 99. I'm comfortable, uh, comfortable, aggressively defensive driving <laughs> in most situations, but you kind of get lulled by the tourists until someone comes blasting through. It's like one of the most dangerous places to drive outside of the L.A. area. Yes. My goodness. So anyhow, yes, we've been at Celebration today, uh, and Garrick uh, was there as well, but he is not here tonight. He is paying. Loser. Yeah, I know. Seriously. What a, what, a, what a chump, that guy. Yeah. That guy was, but yeah, we were at Celebration, we got there early this morning, not stupid early, a couple hours before the doors open almost, thinking that, oh, if we get there a couple hours early, surely there'll be something we're allowed to do. (laughs) Wrong. We were incorrect. Every big panel was completely already, they'd handed out all the wristbands, and there was no attending any of it. Yeah, they started wristbanding at 6 a.m. And our understanding is by 7 a.m. Mind you, the doors open theoretically at 10. 
by 7 a.m., all the wristbands for the F8 panel were gone. And, see, and, and for the backstage. And for, yeah, and for the opening uh, they had backstage, the, or the, they had the, yeah, yeah, they had behind the, the scenes panel. Yeah, they had the uh, that F8 panel showing in the backstage uh, area. That's what it was, at yeah. At the same time. Yeah, and the, 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 the uh, behind the scenes stage, yeah, which the had scenes. lots of behind the scenes things all day, uh, yeah, they had a nice big... That was actually a pretty sizable room. Yeah. And even those wristbands were completely gone. And if you walked in looking for either, there were people literally going, oh, well, there's a wristband available for this other random thing. And I'm like, Warwick, I don't even Warwick know what that Davis is. Warwick Davis still had uh, Oh, yeah, Warwick bands. Davis had a few there's available. one other I can't remember. Yeah, but. but... And then there were these just massive, massive, massive cattle corral lines. Yep. Uh... And uh, and so yeah, we we just fell into whatever line people were getting into, and we didn't even know what it was for, and there were no signs to tell you what it was for. <laughs> and then we find out Garrick and family were in another yeah. line that was actually a whole another huge line for the exact same thing, which was just what uh, general admission. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! I was at Celebration Three. There was a massive line to see George Lucas. And 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 company, uh, nothing like this. And also, there were no wristbands or anything like that. No, you just you know got in and they squeezed everybody they could in, and then there was overflow. Uh, in this case, the overflow did not even like the the F eight panel and the overflow didn't hold even what. Uh, 20% of the people that oh, were there yeah, two hours before the yeah, show started. I would be surprised if it was that high. It was in no way were they even interested in being able to accommodate even, you know, even yeah. a, a large a large minor fraction. Yeah, well, they did have a third overflow area. The, oh, they did, didn't they? Yes. There was the uh, the start of the live Star Wars show was in the center of the show floor. So the exhibitor hall, show floor, whatever you want to call it, uh, you call it anything you want because in all of the materials that were available to tell you where things were, they called what <laughs> they called it different things everywhere. Uh, yeah, they they had one screen and it faced the vendors. So there were a lot of vendors that didn't sell a thing for an hour and a half yep. because everyone was so slammed. It was funny you could. It, it, it's almost like if you ever played a how have you ever played a game that has the fog of war, like uh, yes. on the map. Mm-hmm. So like you know you you like you turn a corner and you peek and whatever angle your field of view at was at opens up. Yes, right. These if we were up in the like rafters of the convention center looking down, there would have been this weird starburst of people <laughs> because if you couldn't see the screen, no one was standing there. But you'd have like 70 people lined up in close quarters in a perfectly straight line right past whatever was blocking the screen. And so you had all these little juts of people sticking out and completely clogging that area. And like I was saying, I was digging through patches at one point because I couldn't – I have bad hearing anyway. I couldn't hear a single word. I just they were just noises. Mm. I'm like, yep, that sounds like John Boyega making noises, you know, and and it was – and uh, but I couldn't make out any words, so I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna turn on dig through this patch bin for a while." And like people are just like pushing the life out of me as more and more people are trying to squeeze in just to see this one screen, single screen. Well, they actually had a TV yeah. screen behind it yep. that nobody knew about. That was like just normal forty inch TV, and that had a hundred people packed in yes. to see it. And, but in both instances on on the screens, 
they had either walls, uh, fake, not fake walls, but... Uh, yeah. Um, Big, like, proscenium-style, yeah. uh, like, showcasing walls, like right. curtains. Temporary and walls. Temporary sorts. walls up that were in the way of the screen. Yeah. So you had to be directly in front of it to see it. Yes. And, it's, and I'm just like, why are these here? And for the little TV, there was even this big cardboard stand-up right next to it blocking it from almost yeah. all field of view that that wasn't immediately in front of it that was literally like something like download the app blah 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 and i was walking up as cardboard i was ready to just pick it up and move it but there were two workers there and i was trying to get their attention going hey guys how about we move this for yeah, 30 they, minutes they weren't in. interested in even paying attention no no the workers were so overwhelmed the crew yeah oh my gosh well they, and, and the interesting thing is there were um plenty this the the place we were at this convention center yeah was massive it was and there were a lot of open spaces yeah they had nowhere a- near the the exhibit hall or showroom mm-hmm. where they could have put multiple Proxy big screens, screens yeah and nope that, no they, they yeah didn't like ever like they just <laughs> I don't know if it's cost or what there was but. a huge food court area. That was absolutely chalked, to, you know, filled up by yeah. this time, by the time the trailer played. Which we didn't have access to until you could get in. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't there, get to the food court. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I have to apologize, viewers. We said we were going to do a lot of periscoping, and all I did was a video in the opening line. Um, but one of the things I wanted to periscope was just me walking along this seemingly exceptionally long line of like 100 or more people just to do a slow reveal that all they were in line for was a Papa John's counter. Yeah, that's pretty much what they uh, they had before you can go in the exhibit hall. Yeah. That and a waffle stand. They had pop machines that the credit card takers had broken, and the lines on those were 25 to 30 people deep. So just imagine standing there watching like a bunch of nerds try to pull out sweaty fist dollars and try yeah. to get them to go into the dollar taker. Mind you, the pop's not cold because everything is selling so fast that the carts, the people stocking are right there just yeah. waiting for them to run out and putting new ones from a cart right in the machines. I mean, they were in no way ready, despite the fact they knew how many passes they'd sold. Oh, yeah. If they didn't, they were fools. I mean, it was, it, but, yeah, either the ball was dropped or someone was really callous. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't care. Yeah, 45 minute wait for the, for a uh, restroom. Yeah, yeah. In the, the, in the yeah, lines, you had to pre, wait 45 minutes to get the, the restroom. This was all before the 10 o'clock. Entrance, which really was like ten seventeen, if I remember looking down. Yeah, it was ten seventeen when our line started moving because they wanted to get the F eight panel in people yeah, which, in first. I, mean, that I understand. Yeah, I get that. You can't, you can't cross the streams because again, no. we were all in the the same two gigantic cattle corral, yeah. whatever they call them, rooms, and so they didn't really because they staged everyone there. Yeah. they had to do them one at a time. Yeah, and you know what would have been fun? What if if in those cattle uh, corral rooms if they had like four massive screens, one at every God corner. Forbid. <laughs> and and while we were waiting, they had some interesting material to show. Oh, that would have been nice. So and simple. then convert those to the F8 panel. I mean, there showing. were people <laughs> laying on the concrete. There were people just laying down on the floor. There were people with camp chairs inside in these corrals, yeah. cattle corrals, because you couldn't move. You couldn't. Well, they and, weren't going anywhere. They, they were had, for hours. And they had to have been there. Yeah. Pre six o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they were tired and they were trying to get a wink. Yeah, <laughs> I saw more Nintendo Switches today than I have yet seen <laughs> since it released. So many Nintendo Switches, I was jealous too. So, so needless to say, once we got in and once this this whole F eight panel ended and 
things seemingly got to quote unquote a normal yeah. flow. Yeah. We were not in the best of moods. <laughs> yeah, at that point, we were just kind of, well, I mean, we're, and obviously we're going to talk about the trailer. You people showed up to talk about the trailer. We're going to talk about the trailer. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, we, we hadn't had food when we got there. When the lines were so long, we didn't end up eating breakfast till like 1120. Right. Because uh, when we first came in, the food court was like crickets chirping because everybody was racing to be the first ones to anything. Yeah. You know, because, like, they'd already missed out on all the panels you know, at that point, everyone who's there has already missed out on everything that required a wristband. So they're just rushing to the vendors to just get something right. uh, for their troubles. And you and me are just like, pizza, let's just go over. Yeah, you know, got Papa John's pizza. We got Papa John's pizza at a booth with no line that was much larger than the booth that was out where everybody yes. had been. And, yeah, we were like, we were like two of, what, 15 people yeah. over in the food court area. Uh, at that point, and uh, then we came out and we we met up with Garrick and we we're looking around at stuff. We found some uh, some frustrating things about you know I did not come obviously listeners know I did not come with the collecting spirit, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I bought more than either you or Garrick yeah, combined. I, actually, I, I had come in with the anticipation of hopefully seeing the FA panel. I knew that that was, there was a good chance I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, last night we talked but, about it. We're like, we're going to roll the dice. Yeah. Two hours early should be enough. Uh, but um, so when I missed that, I wasn't that disappointed over it. But I, I was like, I at least wanted to get one or two exclusive Star Wars Celebration items. Yeah. I came back purchasing zero. Yeah. It, it was... Uh, was buy a, a thing. And no. I don't know that Garrick did either. Yeah, we found out that the, the Funko line, you had to pre-order tickets... Yeah. Online before you before celebration yeah. to even be able to go. Their celebration exclusives were actually web exclusives only available to if you showed up at celebration, celebration because right. you had to get a ticket on the web in advance to even get in their line. Yeah. And that and there was a lot of stuff like that. The uh, the the convention store, which is where a lot of the convention specific stuff is sold, mm-hmm. you know, souvenirs and things like that, uh, which was actually a massive part of uh, I shouldn't say massive, but a, a large percentage, like maybe twenty percent of the floor. Um, we found out there was over a three hour wait just to get in, and they had it all curtained off, so you didn't know what was gone already. Yeah, so you, you had to wait three hours to roll the yeah. dice. Yeah. <laughs> It was, and there was no sign. There was almost no oh, signage anywhere. The signs in the the lack of there. Were, yeah, it was really honestly. I was taken aback. I've been to I've been to several conventions now. This is my second celebration, and I will say hands down. And, and now I'm gonna before we go on, I'm gonna say Howie and I came away having had a good time. Yes. Having said that, this is by far the most disorganized convention I've ever been to in my life. Not a not a huge list. But incredibly disorganized. I mean, don't get me wrong. People were working their butts off. Yeah. Butts off. But, uh, but yeah, like, the, the thing I heard most from other people were, do you know where I can find yes. dot, dot, dot? And, uh, and what I heard, th- I had three different people today ask me, do you know where I can find the escalators? Because they're looking at various things and they're hearing that there's another floor but they're looking up, and they know there's nothing above them. Right. At least no they're trying to figure out how to get, to get to the second floor because no one understood that the show floor was the second floor, and that's where they were. Yeah. Because there because was a, because you get level. the exhibit hall and the show floor. So people are like, well, I guess this is the exhibit hall. How do I get to the show floor? Or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, yeah, and so the, we're like, well, you got to go back out to the lobby, and there's escalators up there. And I mean, it's actually a pretty standard convention hall layout. It's just that the, the signage and the communication was just non-existent. Yeah, right. You know, your $75 ticket got you a black and white Xerox uh, uh, program stapled pretty, together. Pretty cheap looking. You, and you couldn't, the graphics were thrown, the default graphics were thrown in there. Uh, on this like really chintzy low res print, and you couldn't actually even see the numbers. The numbers were printed so small, and it was black and white from a color picture, so it was like gray on gray. <laughs> <laughs> and so no one could find anything. It was pure chaos. So, having said that, I want to let anyone know, and I said it on Twitter, but I don't want to keep throwing salt in this wound. But if you followed the convention stuff from home, you lucked out. You may have felt like yeah. you really want to be here and feel the spirit, but the spirit was a bewilderment. Yeah. I hate to say it, we but kept, much of the yeah. day, I, I kept looking around going, I don't see very many happy people. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, Especially in the lines beforehand. Yeah. Like, it, they, I mean, there weren't. There was not an excitement building. No. There was, Actually, like, there was several people I saw that were upset. Oh, they were just making angry, about it. angry yeah. people. And people, you know, you say, oh, that happens anywhere. Like, no, 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 no. I've been to, you know, I've been to things like this. People, there's, there's a feel of excitement there's a feel of i'm here with other people who like yeah. this thing that i like and even at like even at like a, a comic-con where there's so many different you know properties there and people are fans of all different kinds of anime dc marvel whatever right right but everybody's excited to be nerding out together yes and this convention in i mean in in, in, in there were pockets of it but overall seemed to really yeah. lack that there was just this animosity Especially early in the morning. Yeah, early in the morning, like people were just fed up because they came in yeah. knowing it would be chaotic and then couldn't get answers to anything. Yeah. We had several times where we went up to people. It was hard to spot people that were working there. And sometimes we had to walk a long way till we spotted one. But we'd ask them questions and they would have to go ask someone else or they'd send us to go ask someone else because nobody knew what was going on. And I really added to people's yeah. uh, frustration. So we finally gave up and sat down. <laughs> we gave up. We just gave up on trying to find the whatever we were after. Yeah. And that's when we started having fun, which that is a convention 101. <laughs> that's one of the things like you got to learn when the chips aren't going your way, just throw the game out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so we were just wandering around. We're like, well, let's go upstairs and see the small rooms and what they're up to. Let's go visit the podcast stage, hand out some buttons, <laughs> <laughs> leave some buttons for the other podcasters up on the table, maybe. I don't know. Was that, <laughs> that you? Who did no, that? I, uh, Garrick. There, there was like, yeah, it was Garrick. I'm pretty yeah. sure he just like stole a bunch out of the bag. Could have been, could have been his little girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Evie. She's adorable. Yeah. No one can be upset or insulted by yeah. her. Uh, but uh, I'll say that... Uh, we, it was up there. We just kind of like sat down on the floor in the floor of traffic. How he goes, well, let's go down and see the behind the scenes stage. I'm like, oh, we're supposed to be on there an hour and a half ago. It's not even worth it now. And he's like, oh, let's go look. We go and, oh, it's the Lego panel. The guy's up talking about the process of designing and the, it's the behind the scenes behind stage. The, at the behind the scenes stage. He's doing all the behind the scenes about how Star Wars Legos are done. And, you know, it's like a PowerPoint presentation. We sit down in the back row. I'm fascinated. He starts talking about like package design and my inner graphics nerd comes yep. out. And we sat there for a while, and it was, you know, and Amy Radcliffe, who's been on the show, was uh, running it, and we went up, talked to her afterwards, got a picture, and uh, <laughs> that's when we're like, oh, this is cool. And then, and then uh, Jarrett, uh, yep. listener, reached out and said, hey, are you guys here? Can I get a picture? We're like, yeah, let's we'll, we'll come down, we'll meet, we'll get a picture. Saw him. And at this point, we're just starting to realize, okay, things are starting to work out. 
we're going to meet up with the with JediNews.uk, and we're going to do some recording. <laughs> yeah. And we must have been to their booth four or five times. Yeah. We couldn't connect. Yeah, and that's another thing that was a little frustrating is the, the internet. Was. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the internet situation. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can imagine with all these people uh, and, and then the lack of actually planning to have internet for all these people. Yeah. Uh, what that resulted in. As far as internet usage. It appeared that partway through the day, the Wi-Fi got locked down. Yeah. There was open Wi-Fi when we arrived, and then it was all security locked after that. And the data, the cell towers were just slammed. So you had four bars LTE, but you weren't getting anywhere. So we actually tried, uh, you know, they, but Jedi News, they were trying to reach out to us, but they literally couldn't even send a tweet, a, d- a DM to us to let us know. And we ended up not being able to connect. We finally got through to us finally after we'd left. And we're yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, hey, that that happens. But, yeah, the Internet, we were trying to lo- we were trying to watch the lives. We're at Celebration during the, the Episode 8 panel. Yeah. We're trying to live stream. There's a screen you know, a hundred yards yeah. to our left, the only one. <laughs> and we are sitting there looking at my phone, sharing a pair of earbuds, and trying to stream this more. It took what? Yeah. It took us ten minutes to even get it to start up. Yeah. And then it was pixelated and terrible, and it kept freezing because it had to rebuffer. Yeah. We, we were not the only ones doing this. No, there were tons of people just trying to stream it on this horrible cell signal, and I I couldn't help but turn and, and say to, to to you, and then I said it again to Garrick. I said it appears that the worst place to possibly be to know what's going on at Celebration Eight or Celebration Orlando is inside Celebration Orlando. If you are in this building, you have no clue what's going on. If you're at home watching the live streams, you sit back, drink a beer, scratch a little, and have it, and get it, and, and feel like probably, sit there and think, man, I bet the people there are really getting the experience. We had, 90% of us had no idea what was going on. When the, when the trailer started playing, People started cheering, like, actually in the room. We kept hearing the crowd cheering because they were pumping the noise in mm-hmm. from inside the panel. But then a bunch of people got up and started running over to the screen, like, just, and we did too because our stream started buffering and we are like, bolting over and trying to watch the screen. And I'm looking at the screen, looking out at my phone in case my phone stops buffering. And, oh, my gosh. It was yeah. nuts. But, at, like we said, at, towards, at, at the second half of the day, we started having – a lot more fun, mm-hmm. and, and came out end up having a pretty positive ex- experience, despite the seemingly lack of yeah. organization. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make any excuses for the for the company that ran the show. You know what I mean? Now I'm not going to. I'll make all excuses more for the people. Like I said, the people were working yes. their tails yeah, they off. Were. They were desperately doing everything they can to accommodate everybody. But yeah, the organization have, just was lacking. We, we didn't even have the problems that they had Thursday with with all the security. They yeah. Uh, apparently, I even I listened to the news a little bit here in Orlando, and um, the, uh, Thursday they only had one door. Yeah, that had two secu- one or two security checks. Yeah, for everybody coming in. Yeah, for the and for the celebra- the forty year anniversary yeah. celebration. Which, by the way, those wristbands were gone like but the day before. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, but uh, today they had opened up three security checkpoints. Yeah. And, and significantly more lines. I mean, you're talking about like we oh, got through that pretty. The quick. biggest names in Star Wars turning out, you know, uh, old and new, turning out for the cel- the fortieth anniversary celebration last night. And yeah, they had one door with metal detectors, and, th- and 
and they were issuing apologies to people yeah. and stuff like that. So today we were lucky. We parked in a, in a far lot and got shuttled over, and they shuttled us, dropped us at a door with a security checkpoint, but there was almost no line at all. Yeah, well, and the, and the, yeah, but the was, front line was, again, another yeah, problem. They, probably had t- they had 10 probably security lines at yeah. the door we went in. Yeah, there was one or two people in front of us. So. Yeah, I mean, it was just there's the the – they were scrambling this morning to not do what they did last night. So I can't yeah. even imagine how infuriating that had yeah. to have been last night. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. This has really been an eye-opener for yeah. a lot of people. But uh, <laughs> we, we kind of got to see the trailer at Celebration. Kind, kind of. of. We watched it several times upon yes. returning to yeah, our the, Now we, we actually did get to see us. Exactly. And... Uh, and uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not really a trailer. It's more of a. It is a teaser. It's it's, it's, it's a super teaser. Really, it is. They said last they said last week that it was or was it earlier this week? They said oh, the teaser is going to be trailer ish. Yeah, and that's exactly right. It is a it's it's I, I said trailer esque. Yeah, it uh it's more meaty than a teaser. It's not just a a little a little like jab hook. Right. It actually shows you something, but it's still predominantly like establishing yeah. shot, establishing shots with a little bit of voiceover. Yeah, and then they, they have a couple lines that really kind of make you think and wonder, okay, what's yeah, what what do they mean by this? Like a normal teaser, I would expect to get like two shots and that line, yeah, and be like, what the crack was that? But in this case, we actually got a lot of shots, and there's you know, if you really get into the fine details, some really potentially interesting things going on. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about. Yeah. So since people so we're done complaining about the organization <laughs> of celebrity in Orlando, I hate doing it. Oh man, there were so, so everybody. Everybody there was wonderful. Honestly, I, yeah, I, 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 I I'm sorry to reiterate, but everybody there. Well, I think was it's great. important to know that it, those, the people there working uh, yes. were really trying to work hard oh, to make it were. a success. Uh, you know, as best they could. Absolutely, everybody. Every, I mean, and 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 I even said it of you know Amy Ratcliffe, who's one of the pr- uh, primary you know presenters. She was pretty much running the uh, behind the scenes stage yep. all day long, doing interviews stuff like that. As soon as the interview's done, she's down on the floor redirecting people to the guest and where the guest is going to be. She's trying to help empty the room out, and I'm just like, and You're take the pictures premier- with people who want, and yeah, yeah, taking time for geeks like us and yeah. stuff, which we weren't the only ones by any stretch. And uh, and and to the point where her handler comes up and goes, "Hey, you need to be down at this time." Blah blah blah. I can be the bad guy to all these folks here. And she looks at him. And she goes, "I have fifteen minutes." <laughs> like she does, she shuts him down. She goes, "I have fifteen I minutes. Have 15 minutes. <laughs> I will take care of each of these. They are yep. the lifeblood." Uh, so yeah, like, but that's a miracle. But She's I awesome. mean, that's her, and there was a lot of other people yeah. too, just like yeah. working their butts off. So great time, great people. A con company, maybe a little left to yeah. be desired. <laughs> and a great trailer. A great trailer, which Teaser. starts off with Mike, uh, sorry, starts off with a little fooled you, <laughs> which uh, with the opening shot of the of the teaser there being uh, what looks like a star field, like a nebulous star field or an asteroid or something. And nope, nope, yep, nope, it's a rock. It's a rock. And here's a hand. 
Which yeah. is funny because it reminds me of the of the Force Awakens one where it's just, oh, look, a desert. Yeah. It's peaceful. Nothing's going on. And Dunk. then, boom, yeah. you know, Finn jumps up and, and is all sweaty at us. <laughs> so in this case, it's Ray doing the panting. Yeah, and she's sweaty, too. And that's yeah. a, the funny thing is I've watched a couple breakdowns now, and I'm not saying anybody point that out, that that teaser had Finn sweaty and panting, and this first shot is a peaceful shot, and then, boom, it's Ray sweaty and panting. <laughs> that is such an obvious homage to the – but but. Yeah, I yeah. Break. You heard it here uh, first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it's it's pretty obvious that towards the beginning of the trailer that you're we're at uh, Skellig Island, Skellig Skellig, Skellig, Skellig Michael Island. Yes, and uh, it's it's where she's Octo. obviously getting some uh, education in into the force. Which right. That's it's something that's it's pretty well known that that's what's. Yep, we're getting getting there. We're getting Luke's doing the voiceover and he's quoting the yes. Yoda Seagull song from Bad Lip Reading. <laughs> yes, he is. Just breathe. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Put me down. Uh, he's yeah. teaching Lamas. Yeah, essentially. And, and we get we do get a Batman's uh, versus Superman moment. Uh, <laughs> we do, do we? With the uh, the raising of the rocks. Uh. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ray has her hand out on the rocks. You see the gravel start running. Like, yeah. And I went, "She's raising Superman. <laughs> He's coming back." So uh, mark my words. Crossover. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who mercifully did not expose yourself to Batman vs Superman, that's the last shot of the movie. Is a tease of a bunch of gravel <laughs> lifting up, almost in the exact same look and yeah. way. From the coffin that uh, Clark Kent is buried in. So, uh, so yeah, it's obvious. She's, <laughs> Spoiler, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's learning. She's learning the Force, learning some some abilities that she has not shown yet uh, in, uh, um, in in the episode seven. So mm-hmm. uh, then we move to um, what's the what's the next part? I don't know. Watch it like ten times. I don't know. I remember yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. things. Should things I didn't happen. write? I, I didn't write a script or anything. Should I have? <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have. Uh, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about when she's a. You see her off in the distance in silhouette with a lightsaber, and what looks like Luke standing up the hill a little bit and watching her, and she's standing next to like some sort of figure rocky uh, pillar thing. Yeah. In fact, when we watch it, because we're watching it on an iPhone, so the sound quality is not. Uh, the best, and there was it actually was, oh yeah, it was highly compressed because of yeah. the buffering, and and, and uh, so we actually watched somebody else do a breakdown of it, and they mentioned some pieces of, of uh, dialogue that we didn't, I didn't catch, I don't think you did either, right? Um, uh, of uh, help me, Obi Wan. Yeah, was in there, and then Yoda's voice was in there as well. Yeah, we you actually see the back of someone standing before a galaxy map as sort of a command center, and it's uh, it looks like female from the hairdo and the and the and the outfit or whatever. And apparently, you actually hear the "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi" in yeah. the background, which that could Where be Leia. That could be Leia. I honestly was looking at the the weird hairstyle and going and and saying that's not very general Leia looking. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, that must be Laura Dern's character. But then found out about that dialogue, and we're like, oh, that's probably Leia after all. Yeah. But that shot of of uh, I'm going to come back to this. Uh, of Ray with the lightsaber on Octo training, yes. and there's a Rocky outcropping next to her. The other voice, yeah, is that apparently there's also some Yoda voice in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that and think that's just like a Rocky pillar right there, zoom and you, in, yeah, <laughs> zoom in on that video, and there's a familiar shape. It could just be rock. It could, it could totally just be, be rock. But on top, it looks or, like... The, or a scarecrow. They made a makeshift That's true. A, a, little, scarecrow. a little green-eared scarecrow, maybe. Yes. 
Shorter it, than average. Some, I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be possible in the context of known Star Wars lore, but it would appear that there may be a silhouette of Yoda sitting there watching. Yes, and that, I didn't mean to go Yoda when I said Yoda, that, but in yeah. my best Grover impression. <laughs> but yeah, that's because uh, it's pretty distinct. But yet, it's it's silhouette. It's long distance. Yeah, uh, so it does kind of. But it looks exactly together, like his hunch over. Yes, yeah, it does. It really, really so does. So that brings up some interesting questions. Yeah, because we've heard rumors about Yoda's Force Ghost, right. but you know, do Force Ghosts cast silhouettes? Yeah, right. so <laughs> one would one would yeah, think if, not. If this is Yoda casting a silhouette, you would kind of think this isn't a Force Ghost. I would think. What does that mean? I would think <laughs> if you're a Force Ghost and you're standing in the you know you're standing in the sunset, you'd be pretty hard to see unless you swipe up from the bottom and turn the brightness up all the way. Yeah, but this would make this is a whole different ball game. That's right. So, yeah, so, so that scene has really a, a, it's a, it's very very far in the distance, but looks yeah. like Luke is towards the top, the right? Yeah, uh, and, and then uh, uh, Ray seemingly has a lightsaber practicing mm-hmm. uh, lightsaber. I'm fairly convinced that's a lightsaber. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah, it doesn't just seem to be. Yeah, that's how that's that's what lightsabers look like. Yeah, but it could be a specialized light light. Uh, like a lighting a, device, a, a light up. So she's yeah. swinging a glow stick around. Yeah. She getting ready to go spelunking. What we call she's it. pretending it's a lightsaber. She's doing the Uber <laughs> Gregor making lightsaber noises. It's, with it's her. a flashlight or a torch <laughs> here in the UK. Oh uh, yeah, we don't want to confuse anybody. Uh, she got it out of the boot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and she's significantly close to this rock structure with the what we're talking about could be potentially Yoda. Yoda. So what? I'm right now. It looks. Too distinctively like Yoda. It does like Yoda. I would never have believed this for a second, but I'm looking at it going, "That's a that's that's hard to argue against. That really is yeah. shaped like Yoda. It's not like not like <coughs> with the with the F seven ones we were seeing the rock. You know, yeah. people go, "Is that a gravestone? It could be a gravestone." I'm like, yeah, it could be a rock. I mean, it looks kind of like a gravestone, but it could just be a rock. Right. You know, you're like Mara Jade buried there. I mean, all sorts of <laughs> but in this case, I'm looking at them going. Oh, that looks like flipping Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> well, not flipping Yoda. No. He was sitting still. Yeah. Well, flipping Yoda. He probably doesn't have a lot of strength back if he brought himself back to life. That's true. Know. He's yeah. got to drink a lot of chicken so, soup before he can start doing that. So we have no idea what the implications there are. It could be Yoda <laughs> brought himself back, or or Luke, made himself. Luke uh, uses lightsaber to take up uh, high speed whittling and yes. made a little uh, Yoda yes. maquette. I uh, I can't ride on your back, so I'm going to make this thing really quick so he can he can ride on your back. Oh, that so makes that sense. Be, yeah. Exactly. Actually, he's proven that he can ride on her back. <laughs> Behind the scenes photos say anything. That's true. Yeah. So I retract my comment. Yeah. Yeah. You are wrong. So wrong. But we got a lot of other great stuff in this uh, in this teaser. We've got Luke saying some very impactful things that are maybe a little bit surprising to some. I'm not totally shocked at all. But uh, let's talk about the stuff that he says. You know, let's. That's the mean potatoes. Well, we could, I, yeah, well, I, I think well, before we go there, I want oh, to mention that I, I did see a, a still of uh, Kylo Ren with apparently yellow eyes. Yes. So uh, Kylo's uh, journey to the dark side yeah. has definitely progressed since uh, giving his dad the old belly kebab. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, and and, and uh, side notes, we we see uh, Finn and 
Poe Dameron. Yeah, they're in this movie. If and you didn't know. Finn is in sort of a stasis chamber of yeah, sorts. The, the biohexocrypt, maybe. I'm thinking that's maybe. the biohexocrypt. That's what it is. That's where he sits there and recharges his back to sleep. Yep. He's uh, he eyes are shut, so he's yep. uh, taking a nap. Yeah, when he travels, he has to plug in via USB. Yeah, he doesn't have the biohexocrypt. That's true. He's got to charge yep. overnight. So the biohexocrypt, though, boom, boom, <laughs> it's like an hour, and he's out yep. the door. And uh, we have Poe running away from uh, blowing up X-wings. Yep, uh, and but, yeah, yeah, X-Wing blows up, and then apparently Captain Phasma comes walking through the flames yes. with her troopers like it ain't no thing. Yep, and, and Poe's running. Yep, <laughs> yeah, Poe's like, uh-uh, no, thank well, he, you. He was running for the exploding X-Wing first, so you gotta give him that. Oh, oh, what? oh, oh, okay, <laughs> so, oh, no, you would just stand there and take it from Phasma, I'm just saying. Yeah, and we have some some excellent uh, battling scenes uh, yeah, of different I love different the resistance ships, the apparently yeah. re- seeming resistance ships. Which ones? The ones that, uh, I, they look like small frigates, like, like a Corvette class shaped like what's, a Nebula what's B. What's the background scene? The background scene is uh, well it's a starfield because oh, it's spaceships so not the one on the planet with the red no 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 i'm yeah. talking about the, the ships in space that right. look like uh they look like like smaller nebula b frigates but they've got the noses on them are kind of like the falcon those, like patterned yeah. after like world war ii bombers and i'm like that yeah, is those are fracking star wars that is beautiful awesome. i don't know if that's based on a macquarie design it looks original and feels like star wars because i'm so you guys know this i'm so tired of just going with macquarie everything even though i love his work i'm I'm like, come on, let's move. This is something I haven't seen before, and I was like, They're those look hot looking. as nuts. I want yeah. the titanium of of that to put on the shelf. Yeah, those are awesome. Those things look really cool. Just oh, like a whole bunch of them too, like small enough to be kind of agile and nimble, but not fighter scale by yes. any stretch. Yeah. And uh, oh. so we get through all that, and a lot of that's fast paced, boom, boom, boom shots. And uh, but then we get to the end, and, and it goes black, and then you hear Luke talking. Yeah, and he says, seemingly Luke. It definitely well, appears to be Luke throughout. Yeah, and, and it, it very well sounds like Luke. In fact, the one one place, the one person we listened to said that they were convinced this. Yeah, I don't trust YouTubers. I they don't take trust things YouTubers, for granted. Yeah. But either way, it definitely sounds like I'm saying. I think that, it's more intriguing that it's Luke. And, and Luke says, and I quote, "We done did the Jedi thing. Ain't no more." That's know right. How. That's exactly how it was. No said. more. No how. No more. No how. And I think he whispered. None, yeah, none, none, yeah, on the way out the door, and I was like, yeah. none, you what? You can leave me hanging like that. Yeah, no, you hear the door slam. Yeah, he slams the cave door. <laughs> <laughs> you see him then, like sort of like pausing in a in a cave uh, uh, entrance, like on his way out into the sunlight, and he's like, Jedi are no more. Yeah, he he uh, he. The Jedi are at an end. He apparently either doesn't want the Jedi anymore, or. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't want to be part of it, or uh, there's uh, tons of different spins we could take on this. We yeah. don't quite know what that even means. And and one of the things that apparently is in that cave are a bunch of tree roots all spiraled around yes. a, a, a little bookshelf. Yes, so uh, it yeah. seems like books. That might we have be books the, in Star Wars, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean that's not the first time, but it's in the movies and the Tree of Life. Yeah, that we've got the force. <laughs> yeah, we got the force tree roots or something. And then these books that are like have the Jedi symbol on them that look old as butt. Yeah. And uh, and, and right right at that point they're talking about balance. You know, she said that she sees light and dark. Is what do you see? I, you know, light, darkness, blah blah, and balance, and and that's you know. So it it yeah. uh, it appears to be saying that Luke is no longer seeing things in black and white. That's right. I. I, I, I think we have uh, over the 
existence of this podcast have uh, theorized and talked about uh, this potential outcome of where Luke might be saying, I don't believe in completely the Jedi way. I'm, I, I don't necessarily yeah. believe in the 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 dark side. Yeah. Full dark. He, full you dark. Know, went back and did all his studies, maybe found out that the original intention was not to become the big bureaucratic light side police force mm-hmm. that the Jedi had become, and maybe he's rejected that. But there's, there's another possibility. Mm-hmm. There's another possibility that maybe Luke is not so infallible as we thought. Maybe this is a rubber band reaction to the Jedi Academy being destroyed and all the Jedi. Which was another... Was another shot that we think might be the Jedi yeah. Academy. It looked like sure, it looked like a more uh, more of what was going on in the flashback sequence when Ray is fondling the saber yep. in F seven and she sees Luke, you know, on the ground uh, next to R two. It was in, even in the early trailers where we had R two, uh, Luke's hand. Yeah, on Luke's R2. hand on R two, and in the movie. He's down there, and then we see the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Uh, and so now what it looks like is that we might be seeing, actually, another, this, another angle where he's still, he's down on the ground, he's got his hand on R2, and in front of him is a giant, destroyed, burning building, and debris, and maybe possibly even bodies all around. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. It's uh, a quick shot. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark, but there's, you know, everything's just on fire and bad. So theoretically, if Luke has gone great, it could be... That he's, I mean, I think a lot of people are assuming that, oh, Luke has elevated to a higher understanding. But it could just be that it was part of his grieving process to rubber band. And in reality, maybe we do still need the light. And maybe that Ray's being there forces Luke. Like, maybe at first he doesn't want to train her. I'm pitching this to yeah, you. Yeah. Maybe when she shows up, Luke's like, no, the Jedi are done. I don't need her. Maybe when she slams her hand down on that rock, it's because Luke literally pitched her off a click cliff and that's how she lands maybe and he probably knows she would but maybe yeah. Luke's a little bit of a b-hole yeah right now because he's just kind of like oh no that's not a thing anymore tried well, that didn't well, work and, and you bring that up which makes the the uh uh the the poster for the movie make a it, lot it, more sense because you have the the main poster of the movie has which was revealed yes. today actually and uh hats off to uh to the <laughs> way uh they did the panel and yeah, yeah. Uh, the esteemed director of Epe <laughs> saying that, well, we know everybody's, you know, they're like, or Josh Gad, we, everybody's been patient, because why not Josh Gad? Yeah. Everybody's right. been real patient here. We think it's time. He's like, yeah, we're we're ready to reveal for the first time something, everybody. We have the teaser poster. poster. And I was like, he says oh, it like that, the teaser yeah. poster. And everybody goes, oh, well, no, it was, hey, yeah. oh. And he's like, no, 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 just wait. <laughs> And they revealed the the poster, which is a definitely a harken back to the original Star Wars poster. Mostly red, mostly red with which, a, with a cool white yeah. background. I like the red on white; it's yes. so retro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, on the left hand side, you got a Luke's large, massive face, yeah, half of half of his face. yeah, half of his face, and then sort of like the sort of like giant light blast from the top of a lightsaber down with tiny little Ray holding the lightsaber yeah, down in the air, the bottom in the middle, which looks yeah. like Luke from the original Star Wars yep. poster. And then on the right hand side is a much smaller Kylo Ren face. Yes, and so very interesting uh, the way they put that. And, yeah, and, and Kylo Ren and Luke do not look happy. No, no, they look very intense. Yeah, and so I mean I'm not ready to I'm not ready to throw in with the whole oh Luke understands the Force so much better now and he's elevated and so Ray is going to learn that way. I'm not ready to throw in with that. I'm ready for Ray to be like no we need. 
We need a light side. I don't need that. Yeah. I could totally be okay with it, but I'm kind of I'm curious that that's what's going to be. I kind of like the idea of uh, she went to train with Luke, and during the training, uh, she might feel like something's off or not quite right mm-hmm. as far as uh, be, you know, uh, being on the light side goes, and, and she starts to see where there might be some cracks. Yeah. And, and realize that, well, Luke might be, have tur- has turned to more... Could be. ...on a darker side. Or if nothing else, if he is, <clears throat> like, totally gray now, there could be one of those themes where it's like, listen, being walking in the middle, walking the line there, Mr. Cash, is okay, mm-hmm. but you know what that means a lot of time? It means inaction. And the dark is taking action. Yeah. So what it could be, let's actually, let's pull this back, pull this back, pull this back. Let's go back again to the uh, Mortis stories from uh, the Clone Wars with the father, the daughter, and the son. Where the father represented the Force, the daughter represented the light side, and the son represented the dark side. Mm -hmm. And here we have... Which Luke we've talked saying, about before. Which we've talked about many times before. And here we have Luke, the old wizened sage, saying the Jedi is not a thing we need anymore. And potentially a young upstart going, no, because we do, because something has to push back the darkness. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if that's what it's going to lead to, where actually Ray is going to have a leg up on Luke in some level of understanding of what needs to be done. Yeah. That's so interesting what could, what could transpire here. Right. I think they have a... A few different ways that, well, obviously they have a way that they went. Uh, we don't know, and it's going to be fun to theorize. I can't wait till we get back with the guys all together and kind of discuss uh, it with yeah, them. That'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, what did you think of uh, Kylo Ren's mask being all smushed up? On well, the you know, when I first saw that, I thought that was I thought it was Vader's. Vader's I thought it was Vader's mask because it looked like you can see the little triangle part all crumpled up. But if you look closely. The, and if you watch it on a big screen, maybe it's obvious. It might yeah. be nice to be at home and have a blown up right. screen. Um, but you can see the three kind of chromey mm-hmm. strips from yeah. around his eye. So, uh, yeah, and we don't see any shots with Kylo with a mask. We do see one one real shot with him holding his saber. Yeah. Menacing and, I, and they've said he's going to have a new mask that doesn't have as many, like, scratches and dings as the old one did. But I'm still. He got really emo about that and just trashed it. I think. Yeah, yeah that's probably like, what it was. A new, a new yeah, one. somebody's like, dude, mm, yeah. looks a little beat. That was like so last year. You need to get new You're kind of the one of the leaders of a movement. You might want to brush up a little. Mm-hmm. I uh, honestly, I'm still not giving up on this weird possibility that that Kylo still might face a redemption earlier in this trilogy. That would, that would be interesting too. I would, I would like to see that. Uh, I think it would be especially real if, interesting. Especially if, if Luke does uh, go more dark than Yeah, than like Ray. what yeah. if Luke starts going that direction and, and Ray somehow manages to redeem Kyle? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm totally right. just, yep, you know, drawing things out of I'm I'm spitballing here, Howie. I'm spitballing. <laughs> I want to tell you something, though, that gave me chills. Chills. Uh, was when uh, Mark Hamill was doing Luke's voice. <laughs> but um, it was definitely an older Luke's voice, but it was it was not Luke. Mark Hamill's normal voice. No, Mark Hamill, when, he, when Mark Hamill talks, he just kind of has this kind of grizzled thing that he does. You know, it's always just, you know, hey, I've been doing voice acting forever. I, I might have chain smoked for a few years. Who knows? Right. But when he, he was channeling... Luke. Oh, yeah. I didn't that was... know that was a thing. I mean, I've even said before, <laughs> I hope he sounds like Luke. He's a brilliant voice actor, one of the most brilliant voice actors. And I really hope, but I don't know if it's still there. Right. 
Oh, it is. It is it totally is there. Totally there. Yes. I was like, yes. Oh, that, oh that was I'm cool. telling you what, that gave me. That, uh, honestly, out of the whole teaser, that was probably my favorite part. Okay, yeah, kind part. of. Kind of me too. I mean, I really. I was There's really, a lot of things I love. I was really about dumb that. for those ships, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, Luke's voice was super, super impactful. That was that was great and it was a, for a teaser top of the line awesome yeah. you know we really kind of got robbed with rogue one last year celebration london yeah they, you know they cut off the youtube feed uh and showed some specific that, stuff yeah, that's another neat thing to point out is they were yeah. like no, they learned their is, lesson yeah, this is this is going to be for everybody all the fans are going yeah. to be able to see this yeah if you're wondering unless if you you're not see anything, in the stage but you're at celebration then yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if you're at celebration but on the stage you know screw the heck out of you but everybody else <laughs> is fine um the honest honest to goodness they if you thought you weren't you didn't see anything because you weren't there you you did yeah. It's all there on YouTube to watch, and 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 much more stuff that we haven't even seen yet, such as the yeah. Mark tribute, uh, yeah. tri- the Mark tribute, Mark Hamill's tribute to Carrie Fisher, which happens is on YouTube in full. Yeah, happened tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forget what time he that. Time right, and go. so there's there's so much great content up there. If you didn't go and you haven't followed, hopefully it's all still available uh, by the time you hear this. So that's yeah, yeah. That was today. I mean, shoot. Yeah. I really liked watching how the Lego thing happens. <laughs> I love, I honestly, I, I love the the real creative stuff at Celebration. Um, the cosplay, the second, half, the second half of the day, the cosplay just really amped up. And that's Con 101 as well. Yeah. That's Con 101 because a lot of people who are there on like a four-day pass, they, if they're going to cosplay, you can't do it all day. You cook, you'll, you know, just, it'll be disgusting. So a lot of people come in in the morning and do a thing, go hit a panel go out, get a quick bite, and then they come back in full costume. And I've been posting a lot of pictures of cosplayers to the, the Twitter, uh, at FlyCasual1138. I don't have the Steve Potter music to go <laughs> with me. But, uh, but yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff there uh, you can check out. Um, I, I love the creative cosplay. And I, I went ahead and elected uh, on the podcast behalf the best in show. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, and I tweeted it out there, if you didn't see it, it was the only person in K2SO cosplay we saw today. And he said, I'll probably be the yeah. only one. And he was the only one that we saw. And that's because he came dressed up as Alan Tudyk in mocap gear. Yes. Complete with the like the printout yeah. of K2's head sticking up <laughs> yeah, above he, his he head. He had a backpack with one of the handles that yeah. you could drag. And he had that full yeah. extended. Yeah, the extended the handle and it had K2's yeah, head it on it. brilliant. And he had all the little like weird symbols and stuff yeah. that were all over. I'm like, that is the best costume <laughs> I've seen today. And there were amazing costumes. But that one made me. I always like the costumes that make me laugh. <laughs> At Celebration 3, it was the Anakin walking around holding the dead Shmi wrapped up. That's I hate what, to laugh about that. I know. Well, that was Mike. Mike's old his SLR. He's like, <laughs> the guy's in a hurry to get somewhere. And I probably told a story before. And Mike's like, wait, one second. <laughs> I'm like, Mike, take the picture. The guy's in a hurry. And Mike's like, I get it. I need a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the guy's just sitting there like, okay, let's go. Let's get a moment. This, this was that for me this time was this guy's costume. <laughs> just, and, and it was just, it was brilliant. It was, it was probably born of like, what can we do that would be original? And wouldn't take a ton, like a huge months yeah. amount of months and months of effort, and uh, and that was just 
beautiful. Yes. Just absolutely beautiful. But, uh, yeah, a lot of other great ones out there. I mean, I couldn't believe that Qui-Gon that we saw. Oh, man, yeah. He, I mean, it was, he, that guy looked like if Liam Neeson was maybe, like, four inches shorter, because he's a super, super tall guy. Yeah. Remember, we learned in the Porkins Report, or Porkins by the Week, that they had to extend all of the, they had to rebuild all the doors in F1 to accommodate for his height. He's crazy tall. He looked like four inches shorter and maybe 30 extra pounds. Yeah. This guy looked exactly. Yeah, his hair, his beard cut mm-hmm. perfectly. I think he had to do some uh, special eyebrow. Yeah, he did some uh, eyebrow maintenance. Uh, but uh, but I mean, he had the face for it. It's it, it sucks really because good. you know cosplay is something where people modify, you know, to look like someone else. And in this case, there are people with certain facial features. The Han, the old Han, mm-hmm. the Force Awakens Han. That guy yes. looks amazing. Uh, we saw Amon Mothma that was just perfect, oh, yeah. and she was with uh, she was with Baze, yeah, Baze. hanging out with Baze, and uh, and his costume was magnificent. Oh, oh, we just saw so many, but I mean, I love I love the cosplayers. That's like probably top three things for me at these at these mm-hmm. things. I'm a sucker for the people who go all out blinging out their cars. And it was great that they weren't hidden yeah. off in the back somewhere. They oftentimes the cars get hidden somewhere. Like, no, they're up front. Right I mean, up. You're front. Walking in. Now, if you walk in in the middle of the day, they're not up front because no, you're in the right. main entrance. But if you came in from lining up in the morning, everybody went in the exhibit hall, got filtered past these cars. And yeah, the one oh, guy we talked to, he drove all the way. He from drove that California. car from L or from yeah from California. From California. Yeah. He drove his his his, his Jedi Starfighters yeah. car with yeah. full on. The most amazing amount of detail I've ever seen. That was his daily driver. It's a daily driver. Yeah. He said he drives it every day, and it's got R two on the back, and uh, it's got I, like. If I had that car, I think I'd be driving oh, that every dude, day. Oh, <laughs> dude, I would want to drive it every day, and I would feel bad. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm going to mess it up. But <laughs> this guy, you know, he's done. A, he's done uh, tremendous. Work. And there were other ones there too. But he was talking to us. He'd turn on all the lights for us. Cause, you know, we're walking in. People are just running right past it. We're like, no. I mean, the paint job was yes. Gorgeous, the metallics that he put. Oh, and it wasn't gosh. just the outside of the car either. No, no, yeah, everything yeah. inside, every yeah. handle was like a blaster handle or a lightsaber handle. Even the even the Opu handle in front of the glove compartment was mm-hmm. a lightsaber. I mean, just every last detail. He had custom gauges in there so that they would light up a certain way. I mean, there was nothing that he had not modified in some way. Yeah. Just to make it feel more Star Wars esque. I mean, these are street legal cars. They don't have crazy things hanging off of them or anything, but they've got everything built onto them. Yeah. And they had this at Celebration Three. There was a club there, and I was like, "These are really cool." But at that point, nowhere near the level of detail of the couple of the ones they had there. They also had like the Hot Wheels Vader full size car, yeah. which always makes me want to open a vein. But either way, uh, I, I mean, I love that guy. Was cool. He was totally like friendly, and wanted to talk. And that's the thing about a lot of these people. It's like if you're not in a hurry. They're real friendly, and they love to talk about what they've done. And, the, you know, it's so cool. And that's what I think was maybe a lot of people were missing out on, especially in the first half of the yeah. day. Because they were so fed up with the lines yeah. and not knowing what was going on. Like I said, everybody's running right past these people. And well, I'm, we're stopping. We're like, we got nowhere to be. I don't, there's no panel yeah. I'm getting into. <laughs> if I ever go to another Star Wars celebration, yeah. that will be my goal is to yeah. go there to talk to the people who are doing whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah, if they're going to do this once every two years and it's going to be on a coast, whether it be Orlando or Anaheim in two years, that means that a ridiculous amount of people are going to swarm it because, first off, it's only one every other year. 
And secondly, uh, it's going to be people traveling in and they're exhausted. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope Anaheim hands look better. I know they got San Diego Comic Con out there. there. There are convention groups out there with a lot of experience uh, that that hopefully they take advantage of. There's better organization. But that was kind of almost heartbreaking. These guys are around. People are just running right past. And they weren't even turning on the lights yet on their cars. Or yeah. They're like, eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then we walked in, and we we're like looking around, yeah, we're peeking in the top. And he's like, he's like, oh, 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 let me do it, let me do it. I'm like, yeah, you put in some effort. I, I want, yeah, I want to, I want to see this thing at full. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just gorgeous stuff. I'm looking at the at the, the costumes and the cases. The you know I haven't tweeted any of these pictures. Man, I have a lot more pictures that I need to put out. The full size Lego builds, and it wasn't from yes. the Lego booth. It was the Builders Clubs. Right. And they had full-size, the cast members from Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I mean, full in pose. It's not like they're standing erect like some kind of sarcophagus or something like yeah. that. They're like full-on in-action poses. Finn, Ray, Ray Poe, Phasma, Phasma yep. Kylo. And it was just like, I've seen a lot of Legos in my day, but these things were all standing around, and they were amazing. <laughs> Because yes. at first I didn't realize it was Lego from a distance. I was like, well, that guy really looks like John Boyer. What? No, it was Oscar Isaac. So like, that guy looks like Oscar. <laughs> Wait a second. That's Lego. <laughs> I was blown away. So we got pictures, a bunch of those. The fe- the detail on the Phasma. Wow. Yeah. And nobody was even guarding them. They were just out on their, like, metal planks. They were all sealed together. So it's not like yeah. you could break them unless you tipped them over. But, like, kids, this lady was holding up her kid, and the kid's just grabbing every detail thing. No one, everybody's fine. But that's, that's what amazes me about these uh, conventions, uh, the few that I've been to. But it seems like everybody who goes to these things are extremely respectful about what the people have done mm-hmm. that are the, you know, in the exhibit halls and, oh, yeah. and what have you. And I really appreciate that. I think yeah. that's a testament to. You know the people that we uh, call ourselves nerds with. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know we could we can go to these things and uh, and enjoy it and enjoy what people have done. It's actually funny when when there's normies present, they stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like some lady's a fan and she's got you know she's forty years old and she's got her boyfriend with her and he's tall buffer guy. You know, and he's just. Yeah, trying to trying to get into something like you know I like that Millennium Falcon. I'm gonna buy me a Millennium Falcon keychain. I like that Millennium Falcon. <laughs> that, that Millennium Falcon man, that, that thing. And, and, and he stands out like a sore. He's taller than everybody. He's wearing a polo, like an alligator polo shirt. You know what I mean? Yep. And and <laughs> never been to any kind of convention. Never life. been to any kind of convention. He, he's already gotten over the initial shock of the amount of nerdery present. But he's just try- now he's trying to get into it. And yeah. It's funny you're looking at me like, oh, that's sweet. Look at you, <laughs> you, you guy who could this, rip this, my head off yeah, with, uh, with this two could fingers. Be the first of uh, like rolling in now. Exactly, the, exactly. Uh, once you've once you've gotten past the initial, word. here's the thing. I'm, I would like to mention. You know, we were talking earlier. We were citing the good things before we even recorded. We we're like, let's let's talk about like the the things that were done really well. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the transportation from parking that way better than I've ever experienced at a convention Very before, good. and stuff like that. But uh, I we hadn't mentioned this, and I think it deserves saying. There was no confunk. No, there was no stinky bo. I I don't think I smelled anyone's bo it's, all day, uh, which might just mean that I had bo and in an already. Well, that used could to be. It. Uh, but then I'm there with you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I the uh, 
Ventilation <laughs> was great. <laughs> yeah, it was very clean there. It was it, super it was clean. Very large, a lot of space. So yeah. they probably have to have pretty decent ventilation. Yeah. Um, it was really cool when we got to it. It started warming up. Yeah. But early on, it was very cool in there. So I don't know how it, we, but, you know, because it went on pretty late. We yeah. had family, so we couldn't stay too too late. But uh, So maybe by the end of the night, maybe. It might have been pretty funky, <laughs> but. but but yeah, middle of the afternoon, it wasn't funky at all, and and that is very very rare for a con. But like we said, not all of the. I mean, we said there's a lot of open space. I would say not all of the space was very well utilized, but that right. resulted that not everybody was shoulder to shoulder except when they were all trying right. to get in to see the F8 screen, the one F8 screen. Right. That was facing the strangest direction. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, uh, we we really did have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be one of those things, like, if, if somebody said in, in four years or three years, oh, they're doing a celebration in Orlando again, I'd be like, it's the same company running it? <laughs> and then I'd weigh my options. Yeah. I was, I mean, I, that's how I come have away. Have they learned their lesson? Yeah, yeah. Have, like, have they learned all their lessons? Do they care about the fact that we were all... We were all caged in with no food or drink. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no bathrooms. I mean, that was not great. <laughs> that was really, really. But, but yeah, overall, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm still enjoying watching the videos just like you guys have been. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to go be, you know, you still had great opportunities to participate and, and, and view a lot of the things that we didn't even get to see while we were there. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we've I've, I have not seen the vast majority of what went out today. You know, I've seen yeah. the trailer. I've seen some breakdowns some responses and stuff. And, and obviously, I, I kind of focus on that for this, but there's a lot of content that we didn't get to see yeah. that I'm looking forward to, uh, to watching through. So uh, one thing we did mention at the Lego thing, we forgot to mention this, we got, we actually, we meandered in and sat our butts down a couple of seats, after it already started, we got oh, to right. see an exclusive. We actually we, got an exclusive. Yeah, I was like, yes, <laughs> we got an exclusive uh, after getting here two hours early and just getting Zach Sasquatch. And we um, got to see uh, one of the episodes the, the, of the Lego built the Lego Freemakers Free Freemaker Saga or whatever. Uh, yes, the the family that I well, when we first heard about it, I was comparing them comparing them to the Asmians from uh, X-Wing Alliance. But, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of shorts that are going to be airing on May 4th, uh, for obvious reasons. Award-winning show, by yeah, the way. Yeah, uh, Emmy-nominated. Emmy-nominated. Emmy-nominated, right. Freemaker right. Saga. Uh, when we were at the Lego panel, that's what they do. They let everybody watch the first short of a four or five that are going to be out yeah. on May the 4th. So was, we we actually was, got to watch a whole short. It was enjoyable. It was. Uh, I mean, it's it's like the it's like the Yoda stories. It's very yeah. silly. Right. It's, it's Lego. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, the dialogue was kind of funny. Yeah. I was actually appreciating the dialogue and the voice acting. I'm like, eh. yeah. it's, it's, some of the jokes are easy little kid gimmies, and some of it's like, they're really selling that. Yeah. I like it. Now, they did have an interesting weapon uh, that they talked about. <laughs> <laughs> the Kyber Saber, <laughs> which apparently is from episodes that have already been out because they were referring to it as something yeah. that already happened. So, uh, But, yeah, I was... I looked at how he went. Uh. <laughs> I actually was gonna I was gonna record the whole video for you, but as soon as I got my phone out and put it up, Amy told us to put our phones away. She told everybody. Now we ask it, and nobody records us. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, the whole room went oh." oh yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're like, "This is the only exclusive we're gonna see all day." <laughs> there were maybe a few F8 panel people in there. I'm assuming most of them were off, like with someone fanning them. 
getting a breather yeah. for having been there for eight <laughs> hours and oh my gosh. So anyhow, do we have anything more to say? Uh, I don't know. I want to watch that trailer a bunch more times. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, we had fun. We had fun. Garrick, Garrick cut out uh, cut out a little earlier than we did. Garrick, the most experienced con goer of us yeah. all, and I don't think he bought anything either. I, I didn't see. No, him. he did. He, he did. Uh, uh, bought. Um, uh, I forget what it was. Some yeah. kind of uh, had a, had a Death Star on it. Okay. Um, and so it is Star Wars related. Confirmed. Star Wars related. By he the way, floor. almost everything there. I would say one of the things it didn't have a lot of are the. Uh, the kind of like shop site sellers that have like all kinds of nerdy tchotchke. It was that's right. He got himself a sign that says this picture of Death Star, and of course it says it was an inside job. Yeah. So there you go. But which is very fitting for a long time listeners might remember that a bit. But we uh, there were not that many sellers, just normal vendors, and I think maybe that's because we're so far away from the beaten path. Orlando is out of the way. Mm-hmm. For most of the country and most small businesses that might be invested in going to cons and stuff, we in the Midwest were spoiled. The Midwest is full of fandom because we commit to things, I think, more in the Midwest. We get really into nerdy things like that because that's an escape. We don't have a beach. Yeah, we don't have a beach. We don't have a beach (laughs) life. It's a nerdy escape from the fact that everybody's going to work an office or a factory job, 9 to 5 or night shift, kind of commercial job. In the winter, it's going to snow and you have to stay inside the whole time. Exactly. (laughs) So we don't get out much. That's all I'm saying. So we get vendors like just, we get slammed. But most of the vendors were were relatively exclusively Star Wars stuff. I'm not saying there weren't like, like comic stuff there, but there was no like, I'm just I'm a comic vendor. That yeah. wasn't a thing that was there. There were like like the patch vendor. I bought you know the I bought two different Mando patches, a Republic patch, uh, or a Rebel Alliance patch, excuse me, and a few others. But I also got like Planet Express ship, mm-hmm. a Batman one. I got a, a Spangler name badge from yeah. Ghostbusters. I was really happy about that. Um, Gryffindor. You know, I was trying to pad out, trying to get to ten to get the ten patch discounts. <laughs> I spent way too much money on patches, but um, that's all I bought. But, like, still, every vendor there tend to be leaning heavily to Star Wars, which seems obvious, but it's rarely the case at these conventions. Mm-hmm. You have a lot more resellers selling, especially, I didn't see very many sellers selling classic stuff, collectibles. No. I saw, I think, a couple that uh, maybe yeah. uh, they were not. Yeah, there were not. Of, no, there were not. There wasn't a lot of collectible vendors there at all. That wasn't the focus at all. Maybe it was just too expensive to exhibit. Given the fact that we spent seventy five bucks on passes and they tried to hand out unreadable Xeroxes, as yeah. you know, I, I, I have a feeling that somebody was pinching pennies really heavily on this organization yeah. in within this organization. And so, yeah, they're just. That's one thing where I was real disappointed. There was nowhere where I wanted to rifle through their stuff other than the patches which I was literally digging through a bin Uh, but uh, that's part of going to a con for me is kind of rifling through a bunch of random stuff and none of that not really not really and oh we we do need to we would be remiss not to call out Fantasy Flight for their BS (laughs) I was really hoping to actually get my hands on that stinking card game the dice card game I can't remember the name of right now that we haven't been able to find, even though Garrick said he has seen it in a couple comic stores now. Uh, I have not. 
But I was really hoping to get some, and they had a great booth. They had this booth set up with tables, and they had uh, they had they were showing people how to play their various different uh, strategy yeah. games and miniatures games. There was a room upstairs where people were playing those games all, all day long mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I went up to the guy, and I'm like, and I see there's like two or three decks of these in a case. And I said, do you have any of these for sale? And I pointed at them. And the guy looks at me, and he looks like he's pissed that he has to say this for the 8,000th time that day. And he says, we brought nothing to sell. This is just for show. The entire They brought literally zero stock to sell, which I don't know if that's because they were afraid of competing with other vendors there, but there wasn't anything else in any of the other vendors no, either. They would, have, they would have made out. If, they, they, if they had inventory, they could have... They could have raised the price, and they would have sold yeah. a crap. I done. did, I did yeah, find a Revan. So I'm yeah, I'm right glad you brought that up. Speaking of raising the price, I saw a Revan there. He found a, a Black Series Revan. $75. 75 That's three-quarters of a Benji. Three-quarter Benjis yeah, for, 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 for the Revan. Right Had it been 30 maybe 35 I, I might have spent for yeah. it. I did see. I, we, I didn't think. I was pretty confident it wasn't going to go. I saw way. several Revan cosplayers. And I always like when there's a Revan cosplayer carrying two different colors of lightsabers because that's how I rolled when I was a Revan. But uh, one of the problems was he kept moving. He wouldn't strike a pose. He was moving the lightsabers around kind of slowly. But one of the things we noticed the, the lighting in this exhibit hall is much newer than a lot of other uh, convention centers. And it's, it's, it's easier on the eyes. It's not very harsh lighting, and it's actually... My eyes weren't tired at all. Normally, in those yeah. places, my eyes get really tired. Uh, horrible for taking pictures. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Like, every first shot... You know, I'm always, I didn't have my SLR with me. I was just using my iPhone. Every first shot was a blurry, horrible mess. If, if the figure was... If the person or anything was moving at all. Yeah. At all. You might... It was like... It was like taking a, a shot with a point-and-shoot camera without the flash on. I mean, it's just... <laughs> but we're able to get some pictures. Yeah, as so. much as we have on Twitter, you should see how many we're not putting up there because they're just terrible, terrible photos. So, But, like I said, the, the, the upside was it was easier on the eyes. And, they, you know, some of the booths had a little bit of lighting and stuff like that, like the yeah. Jedi training stage, which was essentially the Disney thing. Yeah. Uh, the right. Disney store booth, they had Jedi training just like they do at the parks. And so you got all these little kids lined up, and Darth Vader comes out. And it's great because, like, a full-size Darth Vader comes out, and they got the pre-recorded James Earl Jones sound-alike on the speaker, and he goes pointing his finger, like, Ooh, I'm gonna, you're going to come with me to the dark side. Because that's how Darth Vader sounds. Yeah. And the kids who are all dressed up and everything are, like, just tennis ball eyes, looking up, realizing how big Vader is. <laughs> <laughs> just massive, massive Vader up on the stage, so... Yeah, uh, it was it was a good time. It really was. I mean, some ridiculous things about it, some real foibles. I mean, I got to tell you, I'm not cool with this whole reserve a spot, reserve the right to buy something from Yellen. I get why they do it. Mm-hmm. I get why, like Funko said, you can only shop at our booth if you reserved online beforehand. I get that. It's because they don't want people to camp out overnight and clean out of the stuff right away. So what happens instead? Well, people camp out overnight, and they get cleaned out of the stuff right away anyway. Yeah. By early afternoon, there was not hardly any exclusives left on the shelf. I mean, the shelves were almost empty. There's nobody in the line mm-hmm. because everybody had already gone through. I mean, the, it happened anyway, you know? And I don't think it really solves anything. I mean, maybe it solves a little bit, but I got to think, you know what? Fine. Have an exclusive section. Have a set amount for them. 
but then have some over here that are just available for people. Yeah. You know? I mean, just just do it. I mean, you're selling out. If they, if, if they just backed up a pickup truck and brought a bunch of boxes in, set them out, tore down the line, and said, all right, we're open for business. Oh, my God. Yeah. The amount of money. Well, yeah, it's, and it's not like Funko's hurting, you know. Oh, they're yeah, selling, not right now. They're selling pretty good. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's... It, I'm not. I'm not real keen on the way some of that stuff was handled either. But I think you know. I think part of it is they're trying to find better ways to get people the stuff in their hands. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you, uh, okay, you could do pre. I, I had no clue. Had I known that that was an option, yeah. Uh, and maybe I, someone told me, and I don't know. Remember, yeah. but uh, I probably would have done that. Had yeah. Gone online and pre-registered or whatever it was, but. Um, and maybe that was actually maybe that was a loophole because they're main, they're an actual company rather than a, than a you know a vendor. Right, right. So maybe that was like a way that they could get away with that mm. uh, without you know breaking or like devaluing how much the other vendors had paid to be there. Right. So that could be you know. There, but I would say if you take away all those booths, you take away like the the, the brand booths, you know, the Gentle Giants, the Funkos, yeah. all those. And you take away, just have the vendors left that are there to just sell. That's this is my livelihood is selling this stuff. I'm going to tell you right now that they had maybe maybe 20 percent of the number of vendors of Celebration Three. I, I didn't see a Hasbro booth. There was a Hasbro booth. There? You also couldn't shop there unless you reserved in advance. Oh, uh, yep. Well, there you go. Garrick found that out the hard way. He was not happy. So yeah, it was all those all those con exclusives that we heard about before. Yeah. couldn't get near it, any. It, the thing is, it didn't sound like they communicated that very well. No, no. So no, I mean maybe maybe super experienced con goers know that. Maybe people who are willing to sit down and do an intense amount of research. But other people who go here's a convention exclusive, they think I can buy that because if I get there yeah. and they're not sold out, and the, and the truth is, no, you can't. You don't have the right to shop here. You don't have one of these passes. You're lame. Yeah. You, you, we don't we want to allow What you. it really felt like was I spent $75 to be there to to basically look at animals in a cage and, and not be able to, or window shop. I spent $75 to window shop. Yeah, that, yeah. You, because you couldn't get into a panel. No. And you no. couldn't buy the stuff that you really wanted to buy. Yeah. So that's all you realized. Like $75 entrance to the mall. Yeah. Is what it was, except way fewer vendors than any mall. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and then you couldn't get into the store that you wanted to unless you had already pre-registered yeah. to get into that store. But think about that. That massive convention center. Celebration 3 had at least four or five times that many vendors. At least. There was so much to go through. You could spend one. You could spend an entire day just going from booth to booth in the vendor hall and looking and and that was not the case at yeah. all. It maybe, maybe it was, and it, and it was just a poorly organized that it didn't feel that way yeah but i don't know no, no I, I i i'm i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure if somebody told me they had more than a third of what celebration had i would be sh- celebration three i would be shocked shocked <laughs> well not that shocked anyhow ladies and gentlemen thanks for joining us very much uh next episode of course will be the whole group talking about some of this stuff getting more perspectives in the meantime jump over to twitter at fly casual 1138 with mr steve potter foreign correspondent in the uk <laughs> you sang it i did uh he's uh keeping you up to date with all <clears throat> the news all the latest stuff and of course you can see the pictures that we've taken and posted uh from there as well from uh, from the events of the day in the meantime howie and i probably have to get to bed because yes. we are taking family to parks 
in the morning. And yes, we, we are. are not smart men. No, We're not at all. But uh, this is a high price to pay to come to one day of celebration. Well, two thirds of a day. <laughs> <laughs> two thirds of a day of window shopping. <laughs> Oh, but it makes for a good story. Yes. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Uh, also, uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast, And uh, run out to iTunes Stitcher, give us a nice little review, because that's how we're going to reach more listeners just like you, that and forking out buttons. Yep. Hopefully, hey, if anybody uh, if anybody's listening for the first time, uh, because you got one of the buttons we were handing out in the lines, mercifully to the, a lot of people at the ends of the lines, <laughs> I was like, this is the good thing about being at the end, because that's where I'm at, so you get a button. Uh, and we're glad to have you. Thank you very much for, uh, for, for joining us. So in the meantime, I'm Corey. There's Howie. Yo. And we are Jelly. Jelly.